psychically damaged by the infinite spoiler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to spoil every game that we right, so say set out to me, play. Keenan, and any games that come up. In the car. I don't know. We'll probably fucking spoil them, too. The so check okay, the show notes so you before were, you listen to You were to putting your finger if you don't want to. No, that's not what I asked you to do. I said, you can finger the window hole all you want, man. Thank you. Thank and you. then what and was the other thing I had to say? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, it matter. That, that was the good one. Okay. So, you can finger I said, the don't stop till you get enough. After don't that. stop till you get enough. That, that was, was the second was part. Yeah. Okay. All right. Welcome to uh, welcome to Bad Play Style. Whee! My name's Matt. I'm, How's it going, everybody? I'm good. I'm Keenan. Yeah. Hi, Keenan. Hi, and I'm Owen. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what dumb game did we play this week? <laughs> Are they all dumb? No. Okay. So we played, uh, Dungeon of the Beholder for the SNES. Uh-huh. Also known as Beholder. Made no. by Warm Lamp Games. That's a different game. <laughs> That's what I played. Did we play the wrong game? So I played a Dungeon Calling Adventure on Nintendo. <laughs> Matt. Please tell me that's what you played. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I played Dungeons and Dragons for eight hours with my friends yesterday. There wasn't the Beholder. I don't think we got to the Beholder. There's no Beholder. There wasn't Beholder. No. That's my fault, though. I'm the GM, so. No, um, I'm just making it funny. <laughs> so, yeah, we played Beholder. Keenan, describe Beholder because you picked Beholder. Are we, and are we I just don't diving right into Beholder? I want to. Um, well, I guess, like, spoil. we should do the spoiler tag. <laughs> oh, yeah. So We're going to spoil Beholder. We're going to spoil the shit out of Beholder. So, um, Yeah. Beholder is a, an indie-developed PC title, oh, as far as I know. Should we talk about... Well, we should just... Yeah, talk about what the game is. So, yeah. Beholder is a game that is in a totalitarian state of some kind that has a lot of aspects of a 1984. They're at war, they're you know controlling government, etc. It takes place in the year 1984. Does it? It does. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it does. So... Um, the game starts out with a little cinematic where you're on a bus and you get brought into the city and you get given the job of managing an apartment building in the city as they pull the old manager out and throw him in the paddy wagon after he gets beaten in front of you. Uh, and the guy's like, hey, you're here, and he offers training dialogue and then says, don't fuck up, and leaves. And the whole game is about, like, keeping an eye on your tenants and snooping around in their stuff and installing cameras in their smoke detectors so you can, like, see what kind of shit they're up to. And then the game has a whole reporting interface where you report to the government. Uh, and that's kind of tricky sometimes. So I was re- I was remembering um, when I took Russian studies that there was two, like, specific words that, like, I think it was either in Russia or in, like, East Germany. The person who spies on you for the government who is not a government agent is called a beholder. Oh, okay. Right? Like, that, that's an actual... So that's like that's actually, a thing I keep forgetting to mention to you guys, that that's, like, an actual thing. Okay. Right? Um, that makes that title make way more sense. Yeah, so that's... Because that's their actual... That's, like, the word for what you are okay. in that game. Um, yeah, and that game's definitely made by people somewhere around... From somewhere around there. Yeah, they're definitely from Europe. Because the, the, the credits is, like, all, like, super... Like, yeah, names. and like all the all the audio has like it's all in English, but it all has it's very all accented like, English. I walk in the room and I'm like, Keenan, who's this ESL dude speaking at you? Yeah, yeah. so so that's that builds the narrative quite well. Yeah, I think there's two Evinges in the first page of the credits. Yeah. Oh, and the whole game is like this really muted 
sort of... A Siberia-based Warm Lamp Studios. Okay. okay, yeah, there we go. <laughs> so this whole game is in this really, like, cartoony style. Everyone has, like, round bubble heads. Um, it, has, it has two art styles, though, because there's, like, the, the game world itself. Yeah. Like, I, I think looks really nice. Right, it's all painted and, and yeah, textured. Yeah, yeah well all the and... textures look, like, kind of, like, drawn or painted, and they, they, they have this sort of, like, ramshackle yeah. look to them. And then, like, all the characters are, like, these, like, little... They look like... Um, a friend of mine compared them to Baymax from Big Hero 6. Mm-hmm. Like, if everyone was Baymax, but instead of white with black eyes, they're black with white eyes. They remind me of, like, higher def versions of all the characters in uh, Prison Manager. What, what's that Prison game? Architect? Yeah, Architect. that's one. They remind me of that a, sort of A, a different simplistic. fascism simulator. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so before we talk about fascism too much, um, <laughs> I'm going to impose a different type of fascism where I make you tell me what video games you've been playing since the last time we got together, uh-huh. um, and then I and then I do that. Maybe we could do that in a different order. I'm going to go first, because I don't think I've ever gone first in this segment, yeah. because I'm the one always telling you guys what to do. Don't tell me what to so, do. You do it uh, first. In true spirit of fascism this week, I'm going to go first. Sure. <laughs> So, uh, fascists go first. Fascists go first. Got it. Um, I've been playing Shadow of Mordor because I watched the Shadow of War trailer and it made me remember how much I love Shadow of Mordor. Uh, I installed that game at like 8 p.m. and then I stayed up till midnight and I cleared every single, I didn't mean to, but I killed every <laughs> single orc in the first zone in that period of time. It would, it would be like, so these two orcs are fighting, and I'd be like, oh, I like that orc. He's cool. And he has, like, interesting vulnerabilities. And I'd go to the duel, and then, like, five minutes later, I'd kill both of them. And I'd be like, what did I do? He's <laughs> 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 not even aware no, that they're murdering and, and, like, there, was, there was clearly a plan, and the plan was clearly to, like, leave. When I'd killed the one orc, I didn't want to win. Yeah. But then, like... Now I have those two dead orcs now. Entered <laughs> an orc murdering fuke state. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! There were only two dead orcs. Well, the other ones I don't, I don't really count like <laughs> normal orcs that you can kill with a single button press. Okay. I, I don't care about right. them. You're telling um, me that your your shadow of Mordor fascism is real here. Yeah, those orcs don't matter. They're not wearing enough armor. Okay. <laughs> They or something. They don't talk. They don't, they don't have enough meat. <laughs> they don't come at me and scream buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's a good game. Yeah, it is a really good game. I'm very excited to see what happens in the next game. Um, uh, I, you know me. I don't watch trailers. I've been watching trailers. Uh, I've been watching <laughs> interviews and stuff. And it's like I don't do that. Why am I doing this? And and a bit, like that's part of the reason I don't do that kind of thing is because then I just do that thing, you know. <laughs> or you just only do that. Hey babe, what that thing? Yeah. And, you know, I watch trailers if you let me. So I don't let me. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's good. I don't let me. Yeah, I don't let me. I need um, a bumper sticker now. <laughs> Nothing to anyone. Um, oh, let me! <laughs> you been playing anything else? I don't remember. <laughs> it's been that kind of week. Yeah, it's, it really has. It's been that kind of week. Um, I think... I think I played something else. Warframe? No. We played a little Hots the other day. Yeah. Yeah, played a little bit of Heroes of the Storm. There's a new hero. He's a little robot. He's, yeah. very, he's very nice. It's pretty great. No, pretty much just Shadow Mortar. Okay. Yeah, it was kind of low. You want, you want to go next? Sure. Okay. 
Uh, so I had I had a rather rough week at work, and when I come home home from a rough week, I don't have any CPU cycles left to like think about things a lot of the time. Because you're a computer. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a we're, we're all computers. Mm. Yep. Um, so I would just play. I pl- I continued my Stardew Valley playthrough where I don't go into the mines. Um, and yeah, you told me you finally figured out like how to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's been challenging, but I, I found a way to make I, that I work. I figured out some workarounds to huge obstacles. So I think I mentioned last time um, I entered the mines once because there's a scripted event to get a recipe. You can't get any other way that you need to smelt any metal. Hmm. That sounds helpful. Um, that you, you receive the recipe to make a ore furnace the first time you mine any ore in the mines. So I went and did that once and never returned. And my farm at this point makes enough money that I just buy all the ore and coal I need from the shopkeep. Because, like, yeah, whatever. It's it's wasteful, but, hey, it's, it's the only option I got. But the, the Capitalism. Upper... Yeah. It's wasteful. I refuse yeah. to go into the mines. So capitalism. Yeah, yeah. Um... But the problem is, like, the very, the, the, the like, end game metal in the game, iridium. Um, that doesn't sound safe to mine my nope, hand. Nope. Um, it, you, there's only a couple ways to get it, and, like, one of the ways is you go to the very deepest part of the mines and fight terrible monsters and mine it. And the other way is, uh, like, maybe once a year, an, a meteorite will land on your property, and you can mine it, and you get the iridium that way, and you get a little bit. Okay. And the other way is from these items called Omni Geodes, which you can find like deep in the mines. You bring the Omni Geodes to the blacksmith, the blacksmith breaks them open, and there's a huge loot table of what can be inside the Omni Geode. And there, there's one merchant who on a certain day of the week will sell you Omni Geodes for a ludicrous amount of money. <laughs> but luckily I'm in the business of making ludicrous amounts of money. <laughs> well, sounds like it works out. So, Loads I, of money. So like I literally went to this merchant and spent like a million gold buying <laughs> Omni Geodes from her. Wow. Um, and, and got a, got a, a, a fair, not a huge amount, but like a bit of Iridium out of it. What does one do with Iridium? Uh, you can make some really dope lawn sprinklers. <laughs> Um, I've got a really What's good. That? Is that it? <laughs> I've got a really good watering can. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess like the game is about. Agri- but, I just like, like that you're using. But that's not what I expect from yeah, a video. You're, you're like, using, what like, do you do with the badass space metal? Yeah, the, the radioactive material is my, in your sprinkler. My, my my watering can can water a six by three area of squares, uh, where a human occupies like a single square. That's pretty legit. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right with it. Um, so yeah, I've been playing Stardew Valley. Um, I installed Revive for my, my VR headset so I can access the Oculus Game Store because they released a program, what is it called? It's, I think it's called like ISS Mission or something. Um, and it's a little thing for exploring the International Space Station in VR. And that is super fun. Um, you can dick around and float inside and go to the different modules and grab on the handrails and fling yourself through the air. Um, and then it's got this really interesting mechanism you can turn on where you can reorient yourself because, like, parts of the ISS basically assume your feet point one way, and other parts of the ISS assume your feet are pointing a different way. Is the whole station centered somewhere? Not really. That's weird. Okay. Uh, well, like, it, it makes sense if you're there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's on a case-by-case basis. But So there's an option you can turn on where it's like, hey... We want this option to reorient ourselves, where you grab two hand railings and you move the controllers in the air to mm, reorient yourself, nice. and you you will make yourself motion sick. 
Oh, guaranteed? <laughs> like, my, my brain doesn't like it. <laughs> um, I've, got, I've got a pretty good stomach for VR, I think. Um, very, very few things bother me in virtual reality. But this one, after doing it a little bit, like, my, my body wasn't really into it. I feel like that makes sense, though, because your body knows you're supposed to be moving, and that's a sort of movement you don't do often. So yeah. I generally find that, like, in VR, if you're doing that sort of movement where you need to, like, reorient the player or move the player in a way that's gonna be really jarring... Just take camera you, control. You gotta, you gotta rip the band-aid off. You gotta do that shit quickly. Mm-hmm. Any sort of, like, graduated, like, sort of way of doing this that's not in the player's direct control is going to fucking make you vomit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, if you do the instantaneous stuff, your, your brain just treats it as, like, that's not even motion. Yeah. You know? It's like yeah. a weird time skip yeah. your brain doesn't care about. And you just reorient yourself and then go. But, like, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. So, yeah, I played that. played Stardew. Is that it? played something else. What did I do? played a little Hots with us. Yeah, I played some Hots. I don't know. I'll think of it when we're done recording, I'm sure. It's been a weirdly rough week. Um, I think we've all been sort of out of it for no reason. But I played some Heroes of the Storm. Okay. This is the fifth time we mentioned that. Yeah, I know. Um, I played a lot of Tom Clancy's Bolivian Division. Um, Yeah, Ghost Recon Wildlands came out. Oh, did you buy that? And I bought that because I have friends that are playing it. And I wouldn't be playing it if my friends weren't, because I realized my friend went to Texas, and I haven't played it <laughs> because he's not around. Because it's it's just a it's just an open world military shooter. It checks all those boxes, but there's set in nothing. Bolivia, you're killing drug lords. Yep. Is that right? Yep. And their main villain looks like a fucking pro wrestler, which is hilarious. So I, I read an interesting thing about that game. The Bolivian government... They're pissed. They do not like They're that game. so pissed. Because that game maybe doesn't paint Bolivia in a super nice light. Yeah, because that, that game is exists in a world where Bolivia is a narco state. And it's not. It's yeah. not at all. So, yeah, they're they're pretty mad about that. Yeah. Um, The game is really pretty. And it does the shooty well. Okay. You know, it's doing the things it's supposed to do well, but the characterization and the... The covering of narco states as a concept are also heavy-handed. The, the but... more time goes by, the more I am completely comfortable never buying another Ubisoft product. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not every Ubi game that comes out that I'm like, pass. But the more time goes by, the more of them come out that I'm like, I don't need to play that. Yeah. Like, Watch Dogs looks cool. Not cool enough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, the other thing I played this week, which is weird. I, it's always weird feeling like I'm saying a bunch of Ubi games, because I don't play a lot of Ubi games, but more Rainbow Six Siege. Keenan Bailey Ubisoft Minute. Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, on, on, on this podcast, where do we fall? Ubi or Ubi? Uh, I'm a Ubi guy. I, you know, I like to say GIF. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. how I like to say GIF song. <laughs> And everyone's like, well, how do you spell that? <laughs> UBI. Yeah, yeah, you know, Giftsoft Montreal. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They make, they, make, uh, they make excellent walking death simulators. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, pineapple on pizza soft. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the meme minute. <laughs> Wings yeah. with bone soft. <laughs> bone in soft. Come on. Like, like 
Let's let's do this right. Um, do you want the bone in or out? Oh, um, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, oh, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Matt. Please. Uh, um, yeah, that's. Have I played anything else? I played some Beholder. Okay, I'm trying to just business my way through this. Oh yeah, I played Beholder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we all played Beholder. Um, I mean, that's the given. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I haven't played a lot of video games this week. It's been crazy. What's wrong with us? I don't know. It's weird. We started a podcast, now we don't play video games. Maybe this game sucks. Anyway, let's talk about the game. <laughs> I wonder where Matt falls on this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so talk about this game, Keenan. Uh, <laughs> so, I like things about this game, but sure. the more I have played it, the less I have liked it. So you said something to me earlier today that really struck a chord with the reason I'm not going to say many things about this game. Okay. That was, this game's a lot more scripted than I initially thought it would yeah, be. Yeah, which is sort of where I've been falling out with it, yeah. is, is at this point I just want to see where the script goes, it's not that I'm like... Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather, honestly, yeah, I'd rather read the script, because I actually, I actually hate this game's, like, (laughs) control scheme. Okay. And UI. It is very click-intensive, and not, that game feels like it's there to eat my time, and how it makes you click everything. It comes from a click-rich economy. Yes. Uh, I feel like that game could work on a phone, because of all the clicking. Well, hmm. <laughs> now, now you got me thinking about playing that that on like a tablet or a phone. It's like, Whoa. yeah, no, that would be hard. Yeah, I don't want to poke my screen that many times. But it feels like that kind of like yeah, that there's no hotkeys or anything makes it feel that way. Yeah, that's that's another one of my large problems with this game is that there are no hotkeys. Yeah. So I'm like in someone's apartment, and I think the game probably wants me to feel this, but I'm in some dude's apartment. I'm searching it. I know they're gonna be there in like 20 seconds because they're just coming up from the laundry room, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, all right. So I gotta search a thing. Oh, I found a thing. Open it up. That opens another menu yep. over here, which covers another third of yep. my screen. And then I'll like click that, and then another menu opens up on the other side of the screen. So now 100% of my screen is covered in fucking menus yeah. that I can't close with a button press. I yep. have to find the button, which is in a different place on every menu. Yep. Yeah, the UI is definitely in your way in this game. Yeah. Like the game, the game I think had a somewhat antagonistic relationship with the idea of me playing it. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, that was my feeling. Okay. Towards it. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird thing for me because I was like charmed by the game's ideas at first, and then the deeper I got into it, the more I was like, okay, yeah, I see it, what you're doing. I I found uh, you could do it better. I I like this game. I don't think it's super great, but I I like it. Thing. Yeah. I think I would have enjoyed it if I could get past my hangups with the actual control scheme in the UI. Yeah. Like that, that was my anyway. Yeah, I, I I think it also has like a certain amount of like missed opportunities. Like I like you're put you're put you're often like put in this position of like um, so we the state thinks so and so is doing something. We don't right. know what. We want you to watch him carefully, and like it becomes really clear like through like observing a, was it Steiner. I think was the guy in particular I'm thinking of, or Stein. You're, you're Stein. You're Carl Stein. Yeah, Carl Steinstein. Um, anyway, so this guy, it becomes really clear. This guy will do nothing wrong. Right. Um, like, there's there's no dirt in his apartment. I've searched it multiple times. He has tons of cameras in there. I don't see anything going on. Like, the game is putting me in a position to, like, force me right. into implicating him, to, like, plant evidence or something, which is what I ended up doing. 
Um, I, I was a good little fascist. I didn't, I didn't side. You, you get lots of opportunities to like side with the the, the rebellion faction mm-hmm. or like subvert the government's interests. And every turn, I was just like, eh, fuck it. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like get in line. Yeah. Um, I at one point an edict came out. Oh, so anyway, what I was saying though about that Stein guy is that like these people you're investigating, they don't. The game doesn't do much to actually humanize them. Yeah. And, like make you want to side with them. Yeah. There's a few dialogue t- choices and that's it. The, the, like, like even though these people are like basically your neighbors, um, like yeah, they they're not humanized at all. I, I I never felt any like real drive to like stick up for them. So the only time I had a problem with that is when reading becomes illegal. And yeah. I'm like, nah, man, people should read. Yeah. By, by the time that <laughs> rolled around, like, I was already kind of, like, my humanity had boiled off. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, genes are illegal before reading is. Yeah. To give you, like, context for how the, like, situation is. I, I, I think out. 90% of the people I called the cops on, I called it on for reading. Yeah. Uh, that, that was, like, super common. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, my daughter got sick. And I was busy with things, and I didn't get her treatment in time, and she died. Yep. And I realized, I'm really glad she's not around anymore. I'm really tired of being bothered by that. <laughs> and then an edict came out that it was illegal to cry in public. Yep. And I was like, I was, I was, I remember I was like nailing a dude upstairs for it. I was like, yeah, cops, go get that man for crying. And I looked down in the basement where my wife is, because our daughter has just died, and she's crying, and I'm like, Calling the cops. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then and then it was like, it wasn't very much longer after that that my son got taken away. Yep. For for some what I I, forget, I think I just planted a gun in our house. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I feel like yeah, that game is way easier if your family's not there. Yeah. Like like. And um, I I think the game is designed like with the the knowledge that like yeah, you might not have your family. I don't think the game thought I would lose my family that quickly. Because <laughs> yeah. people would still occasionally talk about them like they were around. And, <laughs> like, it didn't happen a lot. After a while, it was like, yeah, it's a real bummer. What happened to you? But I, I, I think I, I think I caught the game a little off guard by yeah. just wiping like out my family. basically intentionally murdering your own family hey, because they're bothering you. Hey, <laughs> hey. Well, and like, no, you, to be, I mean, to be fair... Dude, you dodged an expensive bullet with that daughter, let me tell you. Like, I yeah. saved her, and that was like... 30 grand worth of materials. Man, fuck that. Yeah, so like, well, I'm trying to play the game and do quote-unquote the right thing the whole time. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I was a... And it's a lot of juggling, let me tell you. Because then, like, they'll be like, hey, we want you to put this ex-general in your apartment. He's putting propaganda around. And I'm like, man, that sucks. Sure, I'll take him in. And then the resistance is like, hey, you should put this package in his office. It'll oh. kill him. And I'm like... Cool. Yeah, I, I never talked to the to the, the to the resistance. So, me and the general got along pretty well. <laughs> um, although I discovered that if you call the cops on the general about anything, they just ignore you. Yeah. So I, I have that problem right now because I have uh, one of the chemists for the state. Oh sure. Yeah. In my house, yeah, you'll get that with them too. And she uh, she is working on what is very clearly a truth serum without actually saying. Well, it. I don't think it's a truth serum. I think it's like a mind control thing. Like yeah. It, I mean, it, it says that it makes the people like docile and stupid. Yeah. So like, I have nailed her on like four illegal things, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Nah, it's cool. We're gonna fine you." And I'm like, yeah. "Wow, this is." This is some shit. But yeah, I've been trying to play it the right way. Uh, I have, I have quote-unquote died a lot, right? Like, Oh yeah, I've died a ton of times. That's actually like one of my biggest gripes in this game. Is like, there are a, like, 
there are a number of situations. And it, at least every time, almost every time I've died, it's been in a dialogue tree where I just pick an option and the person I'm talking to says, fuck you, and like pulls out a gun or a knife and kills me on the spot. <laughs> and then I have to load and the game only... The game has no push button save. The only time yeah. it saves is when... Excuse me, when you complete a like mission objective. Yeah. So I oftentimes have lost like huge amounts of progress. Like there was one time where I died, and there had been a long stretch before that where I had no ob- had no directives, right. I had no objectives, and I was just kind of doing my like little Snoopy self. You know, I was right. buying cameras and planting them and repairing rooms and doing all that, and like that that kind of pissed me off. That made me kind of table flip for a couple hours. Okay. And I played something yeah. else. I definitely can only play this game in, like, hour to two hour spurts. Yeah. Like, there's a point where something like that goes wrong, and I have to put it down. So I stopped playing the game um, about a week ago at this point, because it made me very angry Yeah. Uh, to play it. Yeah. I was not enjoying it, so I stopped. Uh, there was a specific incident. This was sort of a straw broke camel's back situation. It wasn't this incident in particular, but it was... This was kind of the last straw for me. It was, um, there's this dude, he's like the first dude, right? The first mm-hmm. dude where the government's like, you need to evict this dude, he's a horrible shitbag. And you're like, okay, whatever. And he is objectively a horrible you know, shitbag. he's bag. like cooking drugs in his apartment. So and like whatever. threatening your daughter. Yeah, he's I like, didn't, okay. I didn't get to that. But uh, anyway, he's cooking drugs in his apartment. So I went in and I collected the evidence that he's cooking drugs. And the game's like, all right, now turn him in. And I'm like, well, hold on. And I blackmail him. Yeah. Right? And, and and I'm like, I received my $1,000 for blackmailing him, which, you know, at the beginning of the game, that's a lot of money. It is. Um, and then the evidence is gone, and I can't turn him in. Yeah. And then I get arrested. And I was like, did I, like, throw away the... That's not how blackmail works. Right. <laughs> you don't send them the evidence go, this is the evidence I'm going to use to blackmail you <laughs> that I only have one piece of. You know? Like... Yeah. And, like, your other criticisms are totally valid. The UI is a mess. It's, it's chunky as hell it's, and hard it's to not, like, like, calling it a mess, I think, is a little overly harsh. Like, it's not good. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's like, there's a lot of, like, like, when you go to your desk and, like, write the report um, to, like, turn someone in for doing whatever, um, there's a lot of, like, clicking back and forth on yeah. the menus I was just looking at to be able to fill in to all the boxes everything. on the report. Um, it's just like, it's just not well, and, and oftentimes, well laid out. oftentimes when you're in one menu and you do something, it will change what menu you're on on the other yeah. side. And I still wanted to be on that last menu to continue filling out this form. And right. it's like, so now I need to go over here and do like three extra clicks. Yep. Yeah. You know? And then this is like, you can't pause this game. Right. Things so are always happening. The, the oh, you thing, can, well, you can, but you can't do anything when it's yeah. paused. Right. So the menus just eat your time up, whether you're picking things up or, or just examining them in people's apartments or anything like that. Or, like, I ended up getting in this rhythm where I sneak through people's houses in the daytime while they're at work. I talk to them at night when I need to. And then while everyone in the building is sleeping, I'm just filling reports out. Like, that's how that game worked for me. No, I mean, I understood that that's how you're supposed to yeah. do it. Well, but until, I, I only well, did that because it, of the limitations. Until you have unemployed people in your building. Yeah. That's, and then really, that's, that's really fucking annoying. Yeah, because they never leave. Yeah, they never leave the <laughs> building. So you have to go sneak, like, little bits at a time while they're eating soup in the kitchen. Like The dude up in apartment five caught me in his place, like, four times. I think there's no consequence for being caught in someone's apartment. No, they start hating you. Like, oh, do they? They get super mad and won't give you information. Okay, kind of I mean, that guy was always a dick, so maybe that's why I didn't notice. Yeah, no, like, um, that can really end the state of situations with characters. 
happens if you do it. So speaking of characters that are dick bags, let's all talk about the bosun. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Owen, you had you had a friend over yesterday and made them play the game. Yeah. So there's like a dude, and he he works on a boat. And it's clear he goes to like a lot of foreign ports and a lot of the edicts that come down of things that are legal. It's like it's like blue jeans and foreign music and foreign currency and things like that. This guy's got all of that in his house. Yep. Um, he also has like broken bottles and empty bottles, and those are both illegal too because they indicate like that he's an unstable person. Yeah. And that he drinks a lot. Yeah. Um, but he he comes to you at one point with a bunch of exotic fish. Canned um, exotic fish. Yeah, canned exotic fish, and he's like, "Oh, this stuff's worth so much." I give it to you, you go sell it, and then you give me a bunch of this money, and like, well, then we're both rich. And it's like, yeah, sure, fuck it. All right. And so I take his fish, and I go to the, the little little sketch bag that hangs out in the corner that you can buy and sell things from. <laughs> yeah, that dude's sketchy um, shit. I was really worried at the end of the game that that guy would rat me out how many times I like sold him like really hot items. Nah, man, he's all in it for the money. No, he, no, he was cool, but like, I was worried that he'd get like scooped up by the cops right. or something. And be like, oh yeah, that landlord sold me like five handguns. Well, so yeah. he, he has no name, so you can't report him. Yeah. Anyway, anyway so I, I go to that guy, and I'm like, hey, I have this exotic canned fish. Will you sell it for me for this much? And he says, oh, yeah. And then I, I talked to that guy a few days later, and he's like, this fish ain't selling for shit, bro. Like, here's what you get. Yeah. And then I, I, my friend and I were playing this, and we went back to the apartment, and we talked to the bosun, and we're like, well, this is all the fish sold for. And he's like, well, you need to go, go get me more. Yeah. And, like, your options are, like, pay out of pocket, basically. Just, like, take a huge loss on this. Say, I'll work on it. Or say, like, get fucked. And I say, get fucked. And that guy pulls out a handgun. Or no, no, he says, no, he says, well, people in the criminal underworld, you know, like, we don't, we don't take that kind of shit. And like, our thinking at the time is like, oh, that's like a, that's like a threat. That's like some mobster bravado. And like, maybe this will be a thing down the line. And he just whips out a gun and shoots me right yep. there. And like, that was the first time I died in that game. I was like, fuck, man, I guess that can. Yeah. Guess that can happen. I had uh So well so hold on. So so then I loaded my game later, um, and I just went to his apartment and what did I do? I, I plant did I plant something in his apartment? I think I planted something in his apartment because I, I remember taking his blue jeans and selling them. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorite plays. I, Steal I, your illegal shit and sell it. Yeah, I stole his blue jeans and, and things like that. And I put something really innocuous. It was like an apple or something as because apples are illegal. Apples are illegal. So are rubber ducks. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Well, because like the rubber ducks one actually has like a like a sort of interesting story behind it. Like if you go read the newspaper, yeah, that like the the New Tomorrow Rebellion went and dumped like a million rubber ducks in the river in the capital with like a message written on them. Yeah, so the the rubber ducks are like a political. They're symbol. all propaganda. Yeah. Um, my run in with the bosun was similar in that I was like, yeah, my first time, I was like, yeah, I'll profit on this, and then like. He got pe- the food got people sick because of who oh. I gave it to. Okay, and I was you like, "Yo, man, to, you can give it to the lunch lady." Yeah, and, okay. and she's like, "Yo, the kids are getting sick. What's up with this food?" And I'm like, "Yo, man, you made a bunch of kids sick." And he was like, "Nah, fuck you," and he killed me. My dude. Yeah. Um, what a boner. So that guy sucks. So I started reporting so him in every what, game after that. Yeah, whatever. When I ran into him, I, I did the one where I just paid him because it wasn't that much money. I had like a ton of money at that point, and then I blackmailed him and got all my money back. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I evicted him. <laughs> Sounds like we all profited from this man. Yeah. Um, 
I really love it when a, a, a really shitty tenant has like five illegal things. Because mm -hmm. I'll steal four of them, sell them sketch guy on the corner for crazy yeah. cash, and retort him for the last one. Yeah. It's like, yo, you got apples, jeans, and pop music? Jackpot. Give me that pop music and that apple. Like, <laughs> Did you, um, I know you didn't get very far in the game, Matt. Keenan, did you ever get to the part where the propaganda truck shows up? Yes. Oh my god. So the propaganda truck shows up. And so the with, game... what? So the propaganda truck is a pickup truck covered in loudspeakers, <laughs> and it parks directly in front of your apartment building for four days. Yep. And like blares out this looping audio that you, the player, have to listen to. And mind you, it's balanced super high against the game audio. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's biting out like what you expect. You yeah. Know? Like trust the leader. The leader is great. Yeah. The, the school should... is bad. Work in the mind. Uh, yeah. Like... Everyone's provided for. Yada yada yada. And we then give you sugar and yes. bread. <laughs> yeah. At some point, the phone rings in your basement, and you go answer it. And if you've been talking to the resistance, he's like, "Yo, go change the station." Oh yeah. And so... you can like start broadcasting pirate radio oh, instead. Did you do that? I totally did that. Yeah. Well, what's the pirate radio? Say? The pirate radio says, "Hey, that war is." Or he's like, "Hey, the leader's a dick. He's not helping you. We're surrounded by all si on all sides by our enemies who wish to kill us. Like, shit's real bad, but we can fix it." See, that's interesting, because uh, in the ending, it, it put a lot more light on the war. I was, like, I knew that there was, like, a war going on, mm -hmm. to some degree, but, like, I, it barely comes up if, yeah. you, if you're if you're a good little boy. Yeah. Um, they, they have uh, some effective propaganda in that regard, I suppose. I like, I like that the game's, like, the state is totally different based on your choices in that game. Like, if you decide, like, oh, the Rebellion seems like they got cool ideas... Mm -hmm. If you start doing that, then you get all this information about why they're bad. Mm. Whereas it sounds like you're, like, drinking the Kool-Aid in the dark, right? Yeah. Like, So, in my game, the the new Tomorrow guys blew up the propaganda truck after I refused to change the radio frequency. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I know who did it. Like, like, they gave me, like, a directive. Like, go find out who fucking did this. Who blew up our truck? And, like... It's pretty clear who it is. I went and confronted him one point, one point and he killed me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it seems well, to be no, the solution no, of no, anyone no, who he, doesn't like he you. He admitted it and killed me. And when I loaded, I couldn't get him to admit it. Or no, he, he no, he did. And I couldn't figure out how to turn him in for it. Like, 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 I couldn't just go write a report and said and like write. He him fucking the told me he did it. Well, no, no, it was just like. The, the way you, you, you file a report on someone is you dra you click on the little thing. Yeah, you have to tag it, like, live so that it shows up in their file, and then you have to drag the file stuff into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he, he went to prison for different reasons later. Yeah. Because uh, I got really fed up with him. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is the end of the game, because neither of you guys got there. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've gotten a few endings, but none I found satisfying. No, but, like, not the capital N. Like, you... You, you get a notice at one point that, like, hey, we're going to come check how you've been doing. Yeah, I just got to that point. Okay, and you have, like, 120 hours to make sure that, you, like, your nose is clean. Because right. we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to write down everything that's fucking wrong with your place when we get there and weigh it against everything that's right. And, um... <laughs> Basically, they say the ledger better be black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it better not be in the red, because then you're dead. Like... Yeah, um, and so I, I ran into this issue earlier in the game where, um... It's not procedurally generated. It, it, it's more or less scripted. Everything feels scripted, yeah. Um, and I ran to a point where there just weren't enough tenants to fill my rooms because I was sending them off to prison so much. Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, most of my apartment building was empty at that point. And so I, I went through my rooms and I searched through all of my 
all of my um, possessions to make sure there's no contraband there, and I sold it to fucking Sketchbird on the corner. Right. And then I, I started, like, trying to rummage through all my tenants' rooms to make sure they were clean. And I realized I could just evict the last two people right. who weren't government employees. Right. And those government employees had exemption. And so I did that. I just sent them off. The, there was a librarian. There was an old librarian who would just read books all day in her room. And I just kept her around because I thought it was really funny. Right. And she's, like, totally harmless. Well, she's harmless. But, like, I thought it was funny that she's a librarian in a world where it's illegal to own or read books. Right. <laughs> um... And so, like, I kept her around for the novelty, but then finally it was like, you know what, lady, that's like the 400th book you've read. I should probably do something. <laughs> I've definitely seen you reading. When my supervisor comes, this is going to reflect on me really badly. <laughs> that you just have an apartment full of books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it was the other guy, the guy who I, I'm, who I knew blew up the truck, and I couldn't figure out how to turn him in for it. And so I sent him off, too. I got real tired of him. He's unemployed. He just hangs around my building all the time. <laughs> and he's a real jerk. So would you just, like, throw a gun in his apartment? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I put a gun in his apartment when he went to do the laundry. And... Where are you guys getting these guns? They um, show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you get them from people. So speaking of guns, I got to the point where they're like, hey, clean your shit up, right? Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And I go over to the TV table, and I'm like, oh, what's it? Gun? Like, oh, why is there a gun in my apartment? Did you, did you have what's-his-face lay low in your apartment? Yes. So I'm pretty sure that's what that's for. Okay, that makes sense. But it was, like, one of those, like, really alarming things, because, like, your family, you never get, like, qualities on them. Like, yeah. your son can or cannot join the revolution based on what you do. Um, you can also die or go to prison. Oh, mine, mine hella died. Uh, I didn't give him the money to leave the country, so he went and robbed a bank and died. Great. <laughs> and I was like, man, that sucks. But I also put all the money into keeping my daughter alive. Okay. So, like, I guess she's my favorite. Um... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. I found I found that same gun where I was just like, "What is this? Hey, why is there a gun in my house?" Yeah. <laughs> like, like, um, but it, you it, guys saw the SNBC about like Sophie's choice: choose between your daughter and your son. It's like, well, I want my genetic lineage to survive, so this is no choice whatsoever. Her daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and then my, I think my wife and kid are still alive in this playthrough. My wife okay. and daughter. Um, but I'm at this point now where it's like, I'm trying to raise 65 grand to leave the fucking country. Oh, okay. Is where I'm at. Because, uh, when you get that mission, if you haven't been doing, like, state stuff, if you talk to Sketchbag on the corner, mm -hmm. he's like, you have this dialogue option that's like, hey man, how do, how do I get out of here? Mm -hmm. And then, one of my favorite characters actually, uh, shows up towards the end of the game too. Uh, one of the guys you can talk to is a border guard. Okay. And I mentioned that this game felt like Papers, Please when I pitched it last week, mm -hmm. but this dude is literally supposed to be the main character from Papers, Please. Like, okay. when you talk to him about work, he's like, yeah, it's it's pretty hard, they change the rules every day, I've been shot at before, like, but I keep the border clean, because I'm good at following the rules. And I'm like, yo, this dude is just straight up the guy from... But then you talk to him, and you're like, hey, yo, can you get me out of the country? And he's like, yeah, and then it does this cool thing where when you talk to him about it, based on who you've helped or pissed off in mm -hmm. the past you get a discount on getting out. So, like, at first, the price to get out through him mm -hmm. is 150 grand. Okay. And then he goes through this checklist of people you know, like your son, the guy who worked at the archives, <clears throat> a couple other people that, that you've dealt with throughout the game, and based on how you treated them, the discounts start rolling in. Okay. So there's this, like, check-in on how you did on the, like, resistance side, at least, that, that sort of fell That's into cool. place. 
So I'm at this point now where I'm trying to raise that money before they come check out my apartment, because I'm pretty sure I'm not going to pass. Oh, okay. Um, but I went and found on YouTube the ending, and it's, like, super clean. Yeah. Like, if you if you keep everyone alive and get out, it's like, hey, you moved to another country and started a restaurant, and it's great. Yeah, on, <laughs> on mine, I, I just I evicted those two people, and then I just turned on the fast forward and let the clock run out right. after I cleaned up. And my guy had a real miserable life after that. <laughs> Uh, it's just alone in an apartment that no one Oh, no, but it, it really lays it on thick with yeah. the descriptions about his suicidal thoughts and the crushing walls pressing in on him. <laughs> you can't you know. see it, listeners, but I am rolling my eyes. <laughs> so, yeah, like, there's things I really like about this game's, like, execution of its story elements, but it's so much more scripted than I was led to believe. Yeah. And it whiffs on a few things. Yeah. So, letter grade. What? Letter grade. Oh, are, are we? Are oh, we are we doing this? that now? Letter grade. Uh, Just on the, I don't know if this is like a thing, but like, mm, give it a letter grade. I don't know. A w. <laughs> w. <laughs> no, no. That's... I give it three raid twos out of F. Three raid twos out of F. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I actually agree with that rating. Three raid twos out of F. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm with you on that one. I'd give it like a solid two and a half stars. <laughs> you know, it's like a yeah. real middle. Yeah. Like I. I enjoyed my time with it, but like I, I, I might. It's a real, it. it's a real space heater of a game. I think yeah. I'm gonna finish out this run and I'll be done with it. Yeah, like however it falls, I can let it go now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not happy. What's on the Doom agenda? I'm not happy. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks for declaring yeah. that. So let's talk about dumb wrestling. Okay, so last week we talked about how... Wait, what are you talking about? What is this? The dumbest thing in wrestling. Oh, the dumbest thing in wrestling. Yeah. So last week, Randy Orton burned burned Bray Wyatt's house down. This week, Bray Wyatt went to his burn-down house and rubbed his sister's ashes all over his face. There was like, a person wait, in the house? Like, like Phantom Snake? Like she was dead under the floorboards is what we were led to believe. Like, in, like, a ghost, he's been talking to her for years. His finishing move is named after Sister Abigail. Like, like, like Phantom Snake, you all yeah. live mom. Yeah, he's straight up, like, <laughs> yes. He rolled in and he was like, it doesn't matter, my sister's with me, and rubbed her ashes you on his face. You are diamond <laughs> Yeah, he did that at Randy Orton, and now they're going to wrestle at WrestleMania for a title. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, where is this house? Uh, the Wyatt Family Compound. Okay. I really like this, though, because wrestling is getting dumb and, like, Undertaker is an undead wizard again. Kind of okay, weird. And okay. it's great. <laughs> Everybody loves a necromancer. Yeah. VR, 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 That's that platformer that came out of <laughs> yeah, I, I found out that uh, really, like, in the indie game one. community, but like v- so, v- so me, I say v v v v v v. But apparently, in the indie game community, you're just allowed to get away with one v. You fuck can just that. say, you can just say, oh yeah, v. No, that's not the name no, of the game. That. I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go the other way, and that game is called Eight Vs. Yeah. <laughs> is it five or six? I think it's six. I think it's six. That game's called Eight Vs. Right. Well, I was thinking because like V is five. Yeah. So, like, maybe it's like a thing. No. Because right. it's the number of other. Crew members you're trying to rescue. Right. Okay, then that game's called Thirty. Okay, no, six weeks. No, so <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm hitting Keenan. Yeah, he is. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. So we, we were 
talk about VR? Yeah, yeah we're going to talk about VR. VR this week. Owen showed me House of the Dying Sun. House yes. of the Dying Sun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And then we tried to play Super Hot VR where I was going to show him Super Hot VR, but it didn't work this week. Yeah. Which is sad because it's good. Um, it's coming to, to Vive eventually. And then though. you puked on a space station. So. Well, I didn't puke. I just made myself No, crazy. I'm using hyperbole sure. to describe a situation incorrectly. Matt. Owen would love to puke on a space station in real life. <laughs> I know this. Well, like, this is like your sexual I know fantasy. this. No, he, that is his exact well, fetish. What do, you, what do you think the thrust to weight ratio of my digestive system is? <laughs> I think you got a couple dozen of ease. I think it's about like, like, if, I, if I point my head straight up like this, so the thrust is like along the line of my center of mass, yeah. like I could, I could launch myself down uh, the center of the Destiny module. <laughs> great. <laughs> Like I said, he's into that shit. <laughs> and then the people living on the ISS could smell that vomit for like the next three months. <laughs> Until it's all recirculated. All that air. No, but like... No meat wad. I don't, the smell don't scrub off. You gotta wait for yeah, the skin to like, die. Like, that's the thing is there's a lot of like like cloth covers for things. Oh yeah, so if it gets on any If of it that. gets on there, it's like, okay, well I guess we'll... Send it down on the next Soyuz or Dragon or something. <laughs> Three to six months from now. Yeah, get a new one up there. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. Can't 3D print fabric. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah. Well, because, like, like, if they, you know, like, if they washed it with, like, soap and water, what are you going to do with this vomit and soap-laden water now? <laughs> you can't put it in the non-working space toilet. Yeah. That's not how that works. They, they have a working space toilet. Yo, the space toilet's messed up, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, I'm not saying the space toilet's not like a <laughs> fucked look, up piece look, of look, technology. Keenan, Keenan. Owen isn't saying that the space toilet isn't messed up. Yeah, it's a messy, messy thing. Yeah, space toilet's a real fucked up thing. <laughs> the space toilet is essentially a blunderbuss. <laughs> well, no, no, because there's recycles. There, there's doesn't oh, shoot they don't? It out into space. Because yeah. right. I like the space toilets that are essentially like a firearm. Yeah. <laughs> Load the chambers. Just spray Close ice. the Adjust chambers. Adjust orbit by Open launching chambers. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Doesn't sound like there's much VR. Nope. Okay. Okay. Um, any video game news anyone wants to talk about? Any video game things? EA is real. They got, people got mad at women about... Oh, yeah. <laughs> About uh, oh, yeah. Mass Effect. Mass Effect I watched, animations I are kind of choppy and, and people the, the are Mass really Effect, pissed. No, it's not kind of choppy. <laughs> Those people all look like they have <laughs> and they have taken extended vacations to the Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Um, yeah, that it, stuff looks bad. Like, it looks real bad. Um, but, like, I don't think that it is a single woman's fault and I think that the internet is a hate machine. Yeah. Where... I'm of the belief that that's the dumb pre-release influencers yeah, copy. Yeah, you were saying that that's, like, the fixed. pre-release and they're gonna fix it, but, like, We'll see. But this is also, like, the first Mass Effect they've made without, like, the old Mass Effect team. Yeah. You know, like, most of those people have moved on. Yeah. Since Mass Effect 3 came right, out. Right, because so. they finished Mass Effect 3 and the internet hated them for it. Yeah. And then they left because fuck the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that's that. And, and you know, like, aren't we just so fortunate that this is also the Mass Effect where they're bringing back the Mako? <laughs> is it? It is. Man. And apparently its so, controls are still weird. Um... I hate the Mako. Yeah. I hate, I don't, it. I hate I, it a lot. I don't think you need a pedestal for that. I think I, I, there's a lot yeah. of people that agree with you. I, I, I don't hate it, but I've had bad experiences with it. I, don't... <laughs> I had a bad <laughs> yeah. experience. Yeah. I had an experience with the Mako where 
Mako is like a tank you get to drive in this game we're talking about. I'm driving the Mako on this bridge with all my friends in it. And we, this is in a ruined city, and we bump into a piece of rubble, and the Mako just gets stuck in it. And the tires are just spinning. It goes, and then it just shoots horizontally off the bridge we're on, <laughs> out into a void, and we fall to our deaths and die. <laughs> And yeah. because this is in Mass Effect 1, last save was a while back. <laughs> Lost a good bit of work because, like, the Mako thought Decided it was an airplane. not to go. Yeah. doing yeah. Mako things, so my, my thing with the Mako is that it has, it has the same amount of torque as, like, a greased ham. Yeah, well, it's, it's, <laughs> got, it's got the RC car physics. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, I'm trying to go up. Because it's like an outside vehicle, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's supposed to be for outside mm-hmm. and like it's inclines. Like a little, it's a little ATV, right? And but then they have these like forty-five degree inclines that the Mako just like can't go up, can't deal. And if you press the only button that makes the Mako do things other than go forward, guess what? You jump straight backwards from the surface you're on, <laughs> yeah. which is the exact opposite <laughs> of what anything you want. That you want. Yep. And then you have momentum going that way, and you're falling. So mm-hmm. it's like, so you remember all that progress you painstakingly did over the past any amount of time? That's gone now. I hope you're not frustrated, because guess what? You're frustrated. Yeah, yeah. I really love the Mako, because it's supposed to be like a fucking tank, and it's made of paper, and it shoots a cannon that knocks you all over the place, and it's stupid. Okay. Right. Um, anything <laughs> weird happened to anybody this week? Mm. Not that it needs to be public, no. No? <laughs> you're not willing to go there? Mm, no. No? No, it's not. No. It's no. good. We're good. Something weird happened, Keenan. I don't want to talk about it. It's dad stuff. That's okay. all I need to say. Yeah, okay. Um, anything else? Because this is quite a short one if we don't say anything else. Um, What's our next game? Oh, yeah. I was just about to say that. Well, that's... Those were my... Um, that's after, after the I'm next sorry. Am I, am I jumping the yeah, game not really. Agenda? Not really. Uh, so next week we're going to play Quadrilateral Cowboy. Okay. Blendo I'm games. I'm very excited to play Quadrilateral Cowboy. I like Blendo games. Let's do this. Yeah. Well, because it's, it's the first... Because I've liked every Blendo experience that I've ever had, but let's be honest, they were all experiences and not really, yeah. like, games. This is the first one that's, like, a game. Yeah, it's, like, mechanic-heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, um... I wanted to propose something. If I could do a two-in-one on our, our on my game pick. Um, so, there's a VR app called The Foo Show. Oh, you want us to watch The Foo Show? There, so, there's a Foo Show episode for Quadrilateral Cowboy. Okay. Uh, that well, I, I think I can make him watch that. Well, I can probably do that. That I have access to. Well, so, I don't know if you guys will have to do that here or not, because I'm a Kickstarter backer for The Foo Show, and that's, like, the I, first, like... Okay. Backer episode. So I don't know if family sharing will provide that to you or not. Sure. I'm sure we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, we can make that happen. I figured we, we could throw that in too just for. Yeah, but that, only, that thing is like only like a half hour long, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, pretty short. No, no big deal. The, the Foo Show is not Quad Cowboy. Yeah, I think after playing, um, uh, what was it? Roomba game, Duskers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> space Roomba, game. Space Roomba Desolation game. Uh, that I'm, I'm anxious to play another game that that uses elements of um, programming in it. Yeah, yeah, like um, command line stuff. Yeah, command line stuff. Yeah, that game executed that really well without uh, being frustrating. Yeah, we've played a lot of games that like have menus that really absorb your time in different ways. Uh huh. And sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's not. UI is hard, turns out. Yeah. 
Anyway, where can they find us, Owen? Uh, if, if, you, if you want to contact us or send us corrections, we can be reached at badplaystyle at gmail.com. And if you want to talk to the other Bad Playstyle listener, you can go to r slash badplaystyle on Reddit. That was a bit of audio chocolate right there, dude. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was smooth. Yeah, I, uh, I fulfilled the things I needed to do to be a moderator. On oh, our Reddit this oh, week. Cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, I am now a moderator. You finally the bad place style you've, Reddit. You've passed the gauntlet. There are new buttons on Reddit that are weird. Oh, and yeah. Unfamiliar. Yeah, yeah. It changes you've, your Reddit UI. It does. You, you've passed the tripathlon. I did. Yes. And now, now we have more moderators than than uh, <laughs> lurkers on our side. Yes. I guess that was already true. But yeah. I mean, it doesn't help that we're not released yet. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. And then you'll all be listening. I, I keep worrying that someone's gonna like jump into that subreddit and just like post like, "What is this? <laughs> Why would they do that?" I I don't know, but like like that's that's happening now. But yeah, like <laughs> like I'm worried. Is that a thing? Is that, are you gonna do? I'm that? gonna do. That. <laughs> but like I'm just worried like someone will bounce into our subreddit and be like, "What is this?" And I'll have like no way They'll to like, explain. I want it. You're squatting my Reddit. <laughs> yeah, like. Just be like, hell yeah! <laughs> oh boy, that was a noise that I made. Uh, I was, I was sneezing. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, no, just tell them to fuck off, cabron. Yeah. Well, it's like you know, like if someone wants to like make a subreddit for posting gifs of people sucking at video games or something. Yeah. You know. Tell them to eat your penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like I don't want to have that conversation. Yeah. That's all. Ingest my penis. Yeah, let us know so we can downvote it. Yeah. If it comes yeah, they, up. Well, we're, we're both moderating. Yeah, can, I'll see it. Yeah. If they post it, we can just remove it. One of those weird symbols will show up. Well, and I'll I mean, say something you know, about you need it. To, you need to give them a soliloquy about how this is the land of the free and the land of the first come, first serve. Yeah. <laughs> and the internet is in America. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. Anyway. That's our podcast, folks. Mm. The internet is in America. That's the name of this week's episode. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm scared now for the internet. is made by my good friend Benjamin Busey. You can find his SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash basicbenji206.